folks, welcome back to the Preacher's Devo podcast. I am your host, Daniel Messina. The Preacher's Devo podcast is designed for those seeking some devotional thought on certain biblical truths and doctrines of the faith. Throughout the podcast, I offer an analysis of the content found in the Heidelberg Catechism. I have picked the Heidelberg Catechism for its easy-to-follow structure of 52 Lord's Days. Today we continue on our journey through the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments, as they are known, are divided in two main tables. The first table of the law, as it is called, speaks of our relationship with God, and the second table of the law speaks of our relationship with our neighbors. When Jesus was approached by the leaders of his day, he answered it in this manner. What is the greatest commandment, he was asked, and the greatest commandment is that you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second one was like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So the Ten Commandments, again, are divided into these two main sections. We find ourselves in this episode number 39 and Lord's Day number 39. Lord's Day number 39 begins the second table of the law with the fifth commandment. The second table of the law is concerned with our relationship with others, with our neighbors. Dr. David Jones reminds us that the second table of the law deals with the area of moral dealings between individuals where love must be manifest. So in summary, the commandments 5th through the 10th are as follows. The 5th commandment addresses the sanctity of human authority. The 6th commandment addresses the sanctity of human life. The Seventh Commandment addresses the sanctity of relational intimacy. The Eighth Commandment addresses the sanctity of material stewardship. And the Ninth Commandment addresses the sanctity of truth, followed by the Tenth Commandment, which addresses the sanctity of motives. In Lord's Day number 39, we will begin with the Fifth Commandment, which addresses the sanctity of human authority. The Fifth Commandment, which is found in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, and also in Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 16, states, Honor your father and mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. What I just read to you is the version of the fifth commandment in the book of Exodus. However, in Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 16, it states it and adds a different sentence, which says, Honor your father and your mother, as the Lord your God commanded you, that your days may be long, and that it may go well with you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. The fifth commandment, as stated in the book of Deuteronomy, addresses the fact that one prospers by obeying his or her parents. In relation to the fifth commandment, Philip Riken states the following, The relationship between parent and child is the first and primary relationship the beginning of all human society. Under ordinary circumstances, the first people a child knows are his parents. God intends the family to be our first hospital, first school, first government, first church. If we do not respect authority at home, we will not respect it anywhere. If you are a keen observer of post-Christian, post-modern, secularized society, you know that the nuclear family has been completely been dismantled, and therefore disrespect for authority within the home has completely diminished in a lot of circles. The fifth commandment was as relevant then as it is now. Lord's Day number 39 only contains one question, just like Lord's Day number 38. And the question is very similar. It says, What does God require in the fifth commandment? The answer given is, 
that I show all honor, love, and faithfulness to my father and mother, and to all in authority over me, submit myself with due obedience to all their good instruction and correction, and also bear patiently with their infirmities, since it is God's will to govern us by their hand. The Heidelberg Catechism not only encourages us to show honor to our father and mother, but to show love and faithfulness. In the original language, in the Hebrew language of the Old Testament, the author uses the word kavad, which means to honor, also means to add weight or to add glory to parents or to your father and mother. So the word kavad is used, but here the Heidelberg Catechism uses the word love. Because after all, that is what God is after, that we love one another, including our parents, our father and our mother. It also adds that we are to show love, respect, honor, and faithfulness to all who are in authority over us. That we are to be submissive in obedience to all good instruction and correction, but also to, in the term used here, to bear patiently with their infirmities. In other words, to bear patiently with their faults, with their quirks perhaps, or with the things that we dislike about them. Mainly because, again, it is the Lord's will that they govern over us. So submission to authority is paramount for the life of the Christian. That's why, for instance, Paul says in Ephesians 5.22, Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. He also says in Ephesians 6, verse 1, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise. And the promise is that it may go well with you and that you may live long on the earth. And Colossians chapter 3 verse 20 adds, Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing to the Lord. We would do well to listen to our parents. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 8 and 9 says, My son, hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. Proverbs 15, 20 says, A wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish man despises his mother. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 13 says, Submit to every human authority because of the Lord. We must understand that our love for God should fuel our obedience to all other authority here on earth. That is why the first table of the law begins with our relationship with God. Our vertical relationship, if you want to put it that way, and then our horizontal relationship with others, because God should be first and foremost in our obedience and in our lives. Now, the fifth commandment does not require blind obedience to authority with any given relationship, but rather that we honor all who are in authority over us, regardless of how good or bad of a leader they may be. So those who grew up in a home, for instance, that um, did not have parents who were present and they were authoritative and overbearing, you are still to honor your father and your mother. You, again, are not to do anything contrary to the law of the Lord and contrary to gospel principles. However, you are to honor them by your obedience. In other words, as Dr. Jones says, the authority to which one shows honor is only legitimate as long as it does not cause one to sin or prevent one from righteousness. So one may have to honor an incompetent authority as long as the authority is not leading one into sin, says Dr. Jones. The uniqueness of the fifth commandment lies in the fact that this commandment explicitly states a reward for those who obey. 
and those who do not obey may have to suffer the consequences. For instance, Romans 13, 2 and 7, speaking of our relationship with authority, says, Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Well, do what is good, and you will have praise from the same. The issue that we take with authority is that we are not prone towards obedience. Our heart is wicked, and we oftentimes rebel against those who are in authority over us when we disagree with their decisions or positions on certain issues. People in the New Testament also struggle with this. In Jesus' time, Jesus had to tell his disciples, And give to Caesar what are the things of Caesar, and to God the things that are God's. Matthew chapter 22, verse 21. Learning to be submissive to authority will make us prosper. It will make us thrive in circumstances even when we are persecuted and when we are under the leadership of someone who usurps their authority over us. God delights in our obedience. To obey is better than sacrifice. When Samuel confronted Saul about his disobedience, he said, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obedience to his voice? Behold, obedience, or to obey, is better than sacrifice. In the context of that text, Saul had rebelled against Samuel's instructions, and he took matters into his own hands. We must not, folks. We must submit to authority, and we must understand our proper place within the structures of authority over us, for this is for our good. Therefore, I encourage you in this episode to honor your father and mother, to honor them and to uphold them with great respect. Well, folks, that's it for this episode of the Preacher's Devo podcast. And until our next podcast, stay encouraged, encourage others, and keep growing in Christ. Feel free to share this podcast with your friends and family and to subscribe. Thank you and God bless.